Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. We're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct messages. Hello, welcome. It's really good to be with you today and thank you so much for joining us. You know, we're excited. We're meeting in person as a church and while we're uh, looking together at this theme, empowered, you know, praying the Holy Spirit, touching people's lives as we gather together in person. It's been really exciting. I'm also excited that we can meet today like this online and our prayer is that not only will you be encouraged and inspired, but you too will be filled with the sense of the power and presence of the person of the Holy Spirit. We are going to continue um, today with the empowered theme, and we're going to look at this, the idea of living by the Spirit. How can you and I live by the Spirit? And that's where we're going to go over these next few moments. Paul, writing to the Galatian believers, that's Galatia's a, a, a on the coast of modern-day Turkey and he was writing to Christians there and in Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 to 25 he shares about how to live by the Spirit and um, verse 16 reads like this so I say walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. They're sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with their passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. If we could take a moment just to recap, we've been looking at the theme of the Holy Spirit who enables us and gives us the energy and power to live like Jesus and for Jesus and be like Jesus. And it's the Holy Spirit gives us the personality and the power of Christ. In other words, the power to be and the power to do. The power to be like Jesus and the power to do the things of Jesus, to be and to do. It was in Acts chapter one, verse eight, that Jesus encouraged the disciples to get together and wait for the coming of the person of the Holy Spirit. And then he said this, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the very ends of the age. Acts 1 verse 8, the power to be and to do, and that's what the Holy Spirit, the person of the Spirit, can do in your life and my life. He gives us supernatural power and ability to overcome and to be and do the things of Jesus and be like him. 
So as we look at these verses together and just unpack them just for the next few moments, there are three things that, that can be taken together that I'd like to focus on and, and how to walk and keep in step with the Spirit. The first thing we see is this, that there is a war going on within. There's a war within. In verse 17, Paul says this, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not able to do whatever you want. Verse 17, they're in conflict with each other. The flesh is my unredeemed, the, the me, my and I. It's that part of me without God where I, I can lose track of God or reject God or do my own thing or, or, or go my own way. Paul refers to that as the flesh, the unredeemed nature. And the spirit, the Holy Spirit within me is the influence of the Holy Spirit in my heart and in my life. And there's this tussle, this conflict going on within. Uh, I came across a story some years ago and it was of an Indian chief and uh, in this Indian village they, they bred fighting dogs and, and it wouldn't be allowed today in our society but that people would bet on these dogs and um, one young man said to the chief you always seem to back the winning dog he had this ability what's your secret how do you do it and the chief said I, I always back the dog that's the strongest the strongest dog wins and so this young man said well how do you know the strongest he says the one that's fed the most the one that's fed the most is the strongest. And so too with you and I, it's what, what do we feed? Do we feed my, my, my old unredeemed nature, my way, my thing? I just irresponsible and don't think of God. Or do I feed and the influence of the Spirit and yield to the Spirit and say, I need you, God, and the Holy Spirit, will you help me today? I'll give you my life. What do we feed? Who, who and what do we feed in our hearts and our lives? And it's for us to remember that it's... The person of the Holy Spirit gives us the power to live by. And uh, it's the power of the Spirit that helps us, you know, to forgive, uh, to overcome, you know, to, to break that habit, you know, to overcome that pain or that upset, you know, to get on in my life and to live like Jesus. It's the power of the person of the Holy Spirit. And so we need to feed that, that aspect of my life, the spirit in my heart and my life. And so how do we live by the power of that spirit? And so Paul says it's, there's this war going on within. We need to feed the spirit and that's how, and he gives us the power. But how do we do that? And so Paul says we need to walk by the spirit and keep in step with the spirit. So that brings me to my second point, walk by the spirit. This is how. So Paul says in verse 16, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. You will not give in to the old me, my and I nature, live for yourself, but we'll be, we'll, we'll be drawn to living for God and yielding and giving our hearts on a daily basis to him. Uh, it literally means walk by the spirit, literally means uh, as you walk, be led by the spirit. To walk by the Spirit literally means, as I walk, as I conduct my life, as I go about my daily life, to be led by the Holy Spirit. Influenced, fully influenced by the Spirit, in other words, in our hearts and lives. Now, I say that because the Amplified translation, where they take the Greek text in all its nuances and translate it all, it's good as a study, maybe not so helpful as a devotional, but as a study, it says this of that same verse, verse 16. But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Walk habitually in the Spirit, controlled, guided, 
responsive, habitually. And so there's this understanding of yielding and being guided and led and, and influenced by the Spirit on a regular daily basis throughout my life in every aspect of my heart and life. And um, if this happens, and as this happens, you know, he goes on to say, you will certainly not gratify the cravings of desires of the flesh or the human nature. In other words, we won't give in. If we yield to the Spirit, we'll give in to the things of the Spirit and not of our old unredeemed nature. We'll be able to overcome and win in that war internally that's going on. So this isn't a, uh, uh, an off, a one-off thing of being filled, but it's a habitual day by day. It's a walk, being led, influenced day by day, every day, day by day, in every aspect of my life. It's, and the destination of that daily influence is Christ-likeness, to be more like Jesus. And he gives us the power to be more like him and to do the things for him and, and of him. And that's a daily thing. You could put it this way, uh, our daily destination is Christ-likeness. And it's the Holy Spirit that helps us and guides us and leads us and empowers us to be and to act and be like Jesus. So it's a habitual daily walking by the Spirit will win the war within. And that's what Paul is saying. And that's amazing. He gives us the power to live and be like Jesus Christ. And uh, that's what it says in verse 16. And, you know, this, so this leads then, this walking, this continual yielding, giving in, being influenced by the Spirit on a daily basis, not just a one-off thing, but day by day in every aspect of life. Uh, how, how, how does that come to, to pass? So in, this is the third thing, and, and he expands on that. Um, he says, keep in step with the Spirit, verse 25. Keep in step with the Spirit. If you're going to walk by the Spirit, be influenced every day, in other words, he's saying, be led. Now, do by, by keeping step with the Holy Spirit. The keeping in step, I put it like this. Uh, there are three things that we can do. is to feed, to follow, and to follow through. There, if I'm going to keep in step, if I'm going to be fully influenced on a habitual, daily, day-by-day -day basis, and more and more growing by being influenced by the Holy Spirit, then I need to feed uh, the, uh, the, the Spirit in my heart and life. I need to follow the Spirit, and then I need to follow through on the Spirit. To feed uh, literally means really, um, this, and this explains keeping in step, uh, it, it literally means, to, to feed there means to, you know, to read. The, the reading of the New Testament, it's inspired by the Spirit and it also encourages the Spirit within our hearts. We feed and in your daily devotion or your daily reading or whatever it might be, it's a daily thing. And we, we, I've been talking about moments, having a moment in the day to read, just a moment even. Moments build momentum. They take us on a direction of a destination. Our destiny is to, of Christ-likeness, of Jesus being formed in us more and more, to being more and more like him. That's what a disciple is, what a Christian is, a Christ-like one. And we grow in that and that's what we're called to do. And as we read these moments of devotion, the moments that it feeds the heart and spirit, and also conversational prayer. As we pray, Holy Spirit, help me today. I need you. I love you. You know, I, 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 I want to forgive, but I find it so hard. I keep tripping up. Give me the strength to. As we speak and, and listen and, and hear and in conversational prayer and reading, we feed the Holy Spirit, the Spirit within. And, and worship, worship is, is, is giving my heart to God and saying, this is my life, take it. Yeah, it, it comes out in song, 
it comes out in words what's in the heart comes out of the mouth but but the heart is what God looks at and we worship God with our lives as we give, give ourselves to him. And through reading the New Testament in moments, devotion, uh, through, as, we pray, as, as we worship, we begin to feed. But it doesn't just there, feeding of the spirit then leads into follow. If we're going to keep in step, it leads into follow. And to follow means to hear. You know, as we take that moment, spirit begins to speak through our conscience, empowers our conscience and says, do you really need that? Or, or is, do you not think that, you know, if you don't forgive, you know, this is just going to turn you bitter? And the spirit begins to speak and we hear that. And as we hear, as we give him a moment, we begin to hear, we, we follow, we, we need to submit and say, Holy Spirit, help me. I do need you. Can't do this on my own. I submit. And as we submit and hear submit, there comes an obey and action. Uh, I've got to do something about it. Help me now as I reach out to forgive. Can you help me? And I, I step out and do something about it. And this is a habitual, this is a cycle. This is a moment by moment coming again and again. Feed, follow, and then to follow through. Not only do I follow, but I, I need to follow through. And what I mean by that is if you fall down, get back up. Pick yourself back up. The Holy Spirit will help you back up. You know, don't, don't beat yourself up because you fall down as a Christian from time to time. Or if you fall back, don't fall back, but get back in. You know, I, knew, I meet some people that they've grown, you know, their Christianity's gone by the way a little bit. They've grown a bit cold. They've, lots of other things have taken up in their life and, and they've gone back or they've fallen back or they've gone another way a little bit. Come back. Come back to his heart. And God is a great God. He wants you back. And it, we might need to do this again and again. You know, um, come back again and again. Pick yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. But come again and again. This is a daily walk. It's a habitual. It's a, 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 there are some habits that are good. And feed, follow, and then follow through. Continue. Press through. But the Holy Spirit is the one who helps us to press through. And that's the amazing thing. It gives us supernatural power. And that's the amazing thing. We're born of the Spirit, born from above, born of heaven, born of the Holy Spirit, the dynamis of God, the dynamic energy and power of God and all of his personality. I asked the question of myself and maybe of you today, where are you in your walk with and by the Spirit? There are some indicators to show us where we may be at from time to time. Are there indicators of the flesh? and indicators of the Spirit, and they're in the reading that we've shared, verses 19 to 21, some indicators of where we are, some benchmarks of where we might be along our journey. Indicators of the flesh are, acts of the flesh are obvious, there's sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, which is control really, uh, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies and such the like. And I warn you, that these are not inherit the kingdom of God. There's some indicators of, you know, with rage and, and, and selfishness, that th these are indicators of where we might be in, in, our, in our walk, in, in, in our own nature, our flesh, or with the Spirit. But the indicators of the Spirit are just as powerful and quite amazing. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Verses 22 to 23. There is no law. 
wow, you know, this is, these are indicators of where we might be on our journey. And we're all on a journey. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. He's the way. And we walk the way. We walk the walk of the Spirit. And that is day by day. And we trip up and we go back and we come again. We take a step forward, might take one or two back, but we come back again. And we can see where we're at as we look at these indicators of, of the flesh and the Spirit there. But, you know, my prayer today is, Lord, fill me. Holy Spirit, fill me, influence me, flood me, influence me fully. I want you to have more of me that I might know more of you. And uh, maybe that's a prayer for us to join today and for you to join. My prayer is that you, uh, you know, as we're watching this, that you will know the fullness of God's Spirit in your heart and life as we seek to feed, to, you know, to follow and to follow through to, by keeping in step with him and he gives us the power and the energy to do so so let's start today lord fill me afresh today i pray as i give you my life thank you so much for joining us and may god bless you and may you know the power and the flow of the holy spirit in your heart and life.